Hello and welcome to episode five of um, the Flow State podcast. And funny enough, this is our fifth take of the episode <laughs> <laughs> because we had a bunch of topics in mind and none of them were up to standard. So we decided um, we're just going to have a chat and see what it evolves into. We're now about 10 days away from our first workshop. So very nervous, very excited for what we've put together to share with you all. And we've been learning a lot along the way. So Ben, would you like to talk to us about what's been on your mind at the moment? Maybe share a lesson or a story about something you've been going through? Yep. Uh, I think I'll take the lesson from take four that we just had <laughs> and we'll carry on with that. Um, being a person of integrity has been something I've been trying to do a lot more as of late. So I guess long story short for that for me is having the ability to say no to people um, and treating people as I would like to be treated. So often, uh, up until very recently, I cared so much about appeasing others and uh, what they would think of me if I could or could not do something for them. Um, also, I cared so much about having everybody, I guess for loss of a better word, like me. Um, and I found that I wasn't giving 100% of myself to the people that actually do. So in making a few changes, uh, and there is no real significant lesson for me that I'd like to share on my podcast mm. anyway, but uh, having changed a few things, uh, making a couple of incremental changes to the way that I treat others and, and my expectation of not only, not only them but myself, um, it's had some pretty cool results for me lately. So to sum it up from uh, integrity, do you feel as though you can just be more real, whereas before yeah. perhaps you had yeah. to play different roles to appease different people or...? Uh, not so much different roles, but I do know what you mean, and that, that has been something that I've struggled with in the past, but I've since moved forward from that, and I've started to try and be my authentic self at all times. But what I mean by integrity is, rather than care about whether or not someone stays around or doesn't based on what I do or don't do for them, or the way that I speak about them to them, or, or you know, try to appease them, I mm. guess, uh, has, has very much changed and so with that I found that the people that are now around me or have vibrated towards me are very much in line with what I'd like to do and where I'd like to go um, and so that's what I mean by the positive impact and having integrity also for me means doing unto others as I said as I'd like them to do unto me so if I can't do something for them or if there is something that I may gain and they may lose from my experience with them I'm a lot wiser now and I, I don't treat them the way that I may have when I was a little bit younger. Of course. Yeah. And um, just because I'm with you almost every day and I've seen some of the changes and with the topic of our first workshop being self-worth, do you put uh, a change in the way you see yourself as why you've started behaving in a different way or yeah. learnt to say no or changed your priorities? Is it because you feel now that you're worthy of... Um, not having to rely on other people for validation or yeah. for happiness or... Yeah, I think you put it re you pretty much <laughs> summed it up. Uh, before I started to feel worthy myself of all the things that I want and started to have a... I sort of upgraded my self-image recently and uh, in terms of what I feel that I deserve. And so with that, I guess, came seeing that other people deserve better from me also. Um, and so I'm trying to do that. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm, in, in many different ways and shapes and forms, I'm trying to do unto others. And so I think that 
if you can identify within yourself that you are deserving of a certain type of life, you understand that others are on the same journey that you are. Yeah. And so you don't want to be that, um, that negativity that might dim somebody's light or, or that lesson that they need to learn that was a negative lesson. I, I don't want to be that person. Um, I've certainly had people come into my life and teach me lessons that I'm very grateful for, but mm. that were a hurtful or painful lesson. Uh, I, I don't want, I don't wish to be that for anybody. And so, it's it's changed the way that I I see people and the way that I treat them, rather than as a commodity or just a someone that comes and goes. I, I try and treat them as I would treat myself. I've also done a little bit of reading recently and and over the last few years on how we are all one and so you know there's there's quantum physics that proves that we are all from the same bundle of energy and so what we do to ourselves or what we do to others we in doing so also do to ourselves and so you know couple that with my scary <laughs> I guess uh, research on what karma is and, and how things all come back around full circle I just think it's time that I made some some changes yeah that's awesome, and I guess I won't ask you what some of the practices you've done to upgrade your self-image have been, because we'll save that for <laughs> <laughs> the workshop next next week. Um, but yeah, I think that that's, that's really awesome. And I think I've seen a difference in you. You don't get as stressed out as mm. you used to. Yeah. Everything's always calm, everything's yeah. always yeah. focused, and it's <laughs> cool because um, I guess, as you said, we bounce energy off others around us. Yeah quite a bit so it's um and you know what Nancy you, you you recommended a book to me recently called the Celestine Prophecy there was a part of that book which resonated quite heavily with me and it it started me on I guess that path of change towards uh the way you know integrity as a topic I guess and I'm not saying that I was a a bad person prior to these little changes I'm just saying that I'm trying to uh, I guess polish off some of the stuff that I would have liked to have changed earlier. And part of that book that I read that, that resonated with me was that in our interactions with others, we steal, not steal, but take and, and give energy. And so when we have a chat to somebody and it's in a positive manner or we have a, a happy interaction with somebody, the energy that we trade is good energy. My understanding is that if we put somebody down or treat them badly, we sort of take from them the good energy that they have for ourselves. And we might do it subconsciously or some of us might know that we're doing it. But upon learning about it and seeing just what it might do to people and how it has a flow-on effect for how they treat their kids or their family or their, their partner, uh, I don't want to be the reason for that. And so in dealing with people now, I try to either have a positive impact or if I feel that I'm not going to, just distance myself altogether. And I think it leads on again to leaving a legacy, which was something we touched on mm. in the podcast with Scott as well. And just the way that you're remembered through your interactions with people being more important than the physical things you leave behind. Because what good is leaving all the material things in the world behind when no one's remembering you yeah, yeah. in a positive light? But when they say you live on through people, I guess... They mean that in terms of the feeling that you generated, be it good or bad, is what something that will always be remembered Absolutely. for people, be it your friends or Absolutely. family members or the random person you might have helped on the street the other day, you know. In doing that, you generate that good feeling 
within people and that's your way of living on and allowing your legacy to continue. You know, it's funny you mentioned um, the way you treat a stranger on the street and, and treat your family is my main problem has been that I've treated my family worse than I've treated strangers and people I've just met. So I think it comes back to my expectation I have for them. So my expectation that I have for my brother and sisters and, and my family is quite high because I want them to be happy. Um, if they aren't doing things in accordance with how I think they should, then I'm quite hard on them. Yeah. Um, and it, that's something I'm trying to change. So if I meet a stranger who might be in dire need of you know, anything they might want, I'm pretty quick to help them out if I can. And yeah. I think I'm a pretty good friend to those people that I may not have even known for a very long time. And so why is it that I have such a high expectation or why is it that I'm so hard on the people closest to me? I'm still working it out, but it is something that I'm changing and that's what I mean. I've seen so many good results from it and my family members and people that I care about open up to me a lot more because of that, which is a real positive thing. I think it might come down because I think it's something that I know I deal with and I'm sure a lot of other people do as well where we're really nice to strangers or acquaintances or people we don't know because we need to make an impression or we care about what they think whereas when it comes to our family because we take them for granted and we know they're not yeah. going to go anywhere sometimes we forget to be grateful or show gratitude for all the positive things that they bring to us just because they do it every day so it seems like part of life it's kind and, of expected and we only notice mm. the bad things and I guess a lot of people will go through life and only realize all of the good things they did once those people are gone and obviously that's not the way you want to live because then you'll be full of regrets and full of sorrow rather than knowing that you'd given everything to that person while they were yes, here yes good point good point I think for me as well it's uh it's come to a point now where I've under, I understand as I get older, people won't be around forever. Mm. And there have been losses and people around me that have come and gone where I've thought, hmm, it's going to come a time when even the people closest to me aren't going to be here. So I don't want to waste any time in making sure that they understand that they are cared about and doing the right thing by them and trying to help them. When I say help them, I think one of the biggest things also that I've found lately is that financial help isn't as important as just lending an ear. Yeah. Um, being able to buy somebody a car or you know, pay their bond on their house is, is fantastic and of course it helps in the short term but being somebody who they can send a text message to at any time of day or night or being someone who they can lean on and ask advice from uh, has a much longer lasting you know, uh, positive change or positive feeling attached to it I think. So you feel it's more about the interactions you have with people than the physical things. I mm -hmm. guess it goes back to the age old saying where you say you buy a man a fish he'll eat for tonight but if you teach a man to fish he'll eat for the rest of his life. So actually taking the time and giving your time and sharing your, your knowledge. knowledge with people is more important yeah. than giving people a car or a few hundred dollars or a piece of jewelry because ultimately that's what they're going to remember Absolutely. you for. And the other thing is, and I, I listened to that recent, this very recently, is that money is a commodity that comes and goes. It's very easy to get and very easy to lose. But time is not replenishable and mm. it's something that we can't get back. So investing your time in somebody they'll have more gratitude for than if you were to just give them money. Yeah. Um, if I give somebody an hour of my time 
they understand the value attached to that. I think society understands the value attached to giving somebody time. If I give somebody a sum of money, that doesn't really count. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to invest your knowledge and time in someone, I think, or have now come to learn, has a lot more positive impact and is a lot more uh, smiled upon and accepted uh, as opposed to just giving somebody financial assistance. And I think also based on um, the Celestine prophecy, which we read recently, it's a two-way thing when you're giving someone time versus giving someone money because you give someone money they can go and buy something for themselves and that's the end of the transaction so to speak but when you're giving someone time they're also giving you time and they've experienced life a different way than you've experienced life so even though you might have a lesson that you can share with them that's going to help them along their path chances are they've probably also been through something which has taught them a lesson that they're able to give to you in yes. return. Yes. So in you helping someone else, you're also allowing them to have the opportunity to help you by changing your mindset or giving you something mm. to think about. And in doing that with multiple people throughout a day or throughout a week is just going to be a way of continuous growth. And it takes the, I guess, hierarchy away from... <laughs> You know, generally helping people where you're like, I'm going to give you this, and it makes you feel superior to them. And I think also, you said they help you back. Yeah. Also, you pass on that knowledge, they have the ability to help someone else. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like a flow flow on effect from you giving someone time and knowledge. Would you agree? 100%. And the more that can be spread around, or the more people can share ideas and learn about the similarities between us all. Mm the less reason there would be for people to hate each other based on the small differences. Yeah, and I think based on current events, there's far too much of that at the moment. We we have enough hate and enough problems in the world without having to bring it home, I think. Yeah, and I mean, it's gotten to the point where there's groups of people who will almost spite themselves just to make things more difficult yeah. for another group of people yeah. or another person. and. If you're putting that in terms of energy transactions, that means that their image of self is so low that the only way they can feel validated is by making someone else feel worse than they're feeling. And ultimately, there's going to be no winners and there's going to be no winners from something like that. And if you put together a group of people and you have this like collective consciousness Mm. where it's all positive or in this case, what we're talking about, all negative, you'll find that it just breeds more of the same so it's a dangerous thing and I think the that it it starts at home for me the biggest thing like I said before helping strangers and that's all great but it starts with the people that are closest to you Uh, we had a conversation just earlier about wanting to do something nice for people um, and we were talking about what we could do but there are people on my doorstep and people very close to me family and, and blood of mine that could do with the most help at the moment and so I think if we can learn that and and start from not only our family but start within Mm -hmm. uh, again going back to the self-image the sooner that we change our exterior world by changing what's inside I think the better yep I guess everything that we see is just a reflection of our beliefs yes that's right it's a reflection of what we see on the inside so the faster we can learn to be happy with who we are 
the faster we'll be able to be happy with everyone around us and mm. be able to appreciate the good in people mm. rather than looking for the bad. Well said. I like this chat. It's good. It's been cool, hey. Eh? Um, anything else you want to add before we close? Or? No, listen, it's one of those things. I, we have so much to talk about that when I go <laughs> off on a tangent, I start to... I have a hundred ideas at once, but I'm enjoying the, the outlet that is a podcast. And uh, I just hope that once we get some serious listeners and, and some people who enjoy what we say, that they can give us some feedback and ask us to elaborate on some things that we might talk about well how about we end by sharing a few little practices i know you've been talking to me about a few things you've done recently mm-hmm. and a few mm-hmm. things i've done recently so why don't we end with why don't you tell the listeners about something you've incorporated into your life and how it's making a difference and then i'll close by doing the same okay uh, there's a lot of practices i mean we could do on each podcast i think today's one uh, based on what we've spoken about is probably in each interaction that I have with somebody recently, I've started to set an intention before I see them about what do I want to come out of this. So if it's um, someone I haven't met before and it's a a purely business transaction or, Mm. or introduction, I set an intention for what I want to come out of the conversation. And I find that more often than not, whether it's with family or that particular business person, it it happens the way I see it. Um, So if you're going to have a chat with a family member and perhaps things aren't great at the time, set an intention. Um, Feel how you want to feel after the conversation. That way I feel that I don't steal anybody's energy like we just spoke about. I'm not going in guns blazing and and talking out of turn and being mean to anybody, Mm -hmm. um, which up until recently sometimes I accidentally would do because I, I wanted to get my point across. Yeah. Uh, if, if you can be calm and set the intention for the conversation, I promise it, it's, it's really, really helped me. It's really helped me recently. Awesome. And I'll share a, a small practice that um, I actually got of you and I've been implementing for the last few days. And it's tying in affirmations into daily life to change works, the way eh? you're feeling yeah. in a yeah. particular situation. So to sum it up, um, obviously physical exercise or training is something that we enjoy doing and take seriously. And we were talking about feeling tired uh, during workouts and Ben shared with me something he'd been doing where when you start feeling tired with each breath that you take, say an affirmation, tell yourself that you feel good, tell yourself that you feel fit rather than thinking, oh, how much more of this do I have to do or how long left in the round or I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. And that small little mindset switch has made the biggest difference and I've found that I've been able to apply it now to other areas of my life be it work related or be it stuck in traffic or whatever that any given situation if you can tell yourself something positive with every breath you take and do that for a minute or a minute and a half it makes all the problems disappear and everything seems great you know when you're feeling tired take a few deep breaths and tell yourself that it's a lovely day and you're enjoying the sunshine and pretty soon you'll forget that you're tired and you'll be appreciating the day and enjoying the sunshine. The subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's in your mind and what's actual. Mm. So if you can say things like, I am strong, I am fit, I am happy, in amongst feeling maybe physically not that way, it doesn't, your body doesn't know what to expect or what to do, so it just takes what you say as gospel. And so it's really helped me. It's great. I'm glad you're using it. Yeah, awesome. 
All Thank right, you, that's everybody. What, that's it for today. And if there's any topics that you'd like us to cover, please feel free to drop us a line, pop us an email, or just let us know. Hit us up about our workshop too. It's uh, in Brisbane next Saturday, the 26th of August. We're holding it at Sri Yoga in Burnett Lane, Brisbane City, 9.30 a.m. till 12. And we will be covering the topic of self-image. It's going to be really cool. Awesome. Later, guys.